You are listening to the Inside Out Podcast with Stacy Spencer. We're excited that you are here today to tune in to listen on how you can continue to grow from the inside out. Hello, this is Stacy Spencer, and you're back with the Inside Out Podcast. I know it's been a minute since we've been in it, but we are back, and uh, I'm excited that I'm back with you with my special guest. He did so good last time. It was so enriching to hear this this man's testimony, to see how God is using him. So many of you all uh, were blessed by what he said, so we decided to do it again. Uh, And so we are back on the Inside Out podcast with none other than Patrick Houston, a.k.a. Project Pat, straight from the Memphis 10, and he's going to do it again. So we're just excited that you all are joining in. Patrick, welcome back. Oh, man, it's good to be back. Good to see you, man. You've been doing good since the last time we chatted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been real good. (laughs) I've been real good. Looking good, man. The the glow of God is on you, and um, I I just praise God for how you continue to grow in him. And I see you shining, bro, and I'm I'm very proud of you. Um, One of the things, we chopped it up after our last conversation, spiritual conversation with, with Patrick Houston, and we talked about the mandate for love and how important it is for us to have the love of God. Why is that so important for you um, to, for us to embody the love that God has for us? Where, where did that come from? Where did that passion come from? Well, I was, um, I don't, man, I was uh, speaking at this, um, this place um, uh, out in Arkansas. It's a minister friend of my father's. He wanted me to come talk to the, to the youth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, man. I just I thought I was gonna be talking about John three sixteen, and it just I don't know. Lord just led me on some love, and uh, then after that, I just uh, I just dove into First John um, all five chapters, and I just <laughs> have been meditating on that for a while. And um, man, I just been um, I mean, it just. It, it's, it's a commandment, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, I, I found out, you know, it's a commandment. And, you know, when you're walking in love, you know how a, a, a person, you know, will say, well, I'm just an old sinner. I can't, you know, I'm, we all going to sin. But if you're walking in love, you ain't going to do your neighbor wrong. You ain't going to do no lying. You mm. you see what I'm saying? So when I seen that, I, I, you know, I know the Lord took me to it for a purpose, so I just went to meditating in it and, um, yeah, you 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 gotta have some love out here because it's like, you know, especially a person, you know, as a Christian trying to bring somebody to Christ. Well, you know, you you can't bring them to Christ when you waving your fist at them, talking about, you know, uh, uh pull, you know, uh, pull your pants up, hmm. uh, quit wearing your head cocked like that, and you know, I mean, I'm not saying that a person need to do that, but right. I'm saying, you know. Uh, you need to walk in love and have some gentleness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, I've said that in church before. It's like, we're so quick to say, you got to wear this, you got to wear that. Her skirt's too short. His yeah. pants are sagging yeah. too much. But my yeah. opinion has always been, if you can draw them with love and kindness, if you can get them mm-hmm. to come and experience the love of God, oh, God. then they'll, they'll go get a longer skirt themselves. They'll get a belt for their pants because there's something that happens when you experience the love of God. You want to do right by God. And mm-hmm. so you don't have to beat people up 
to get them to be like God. The way you get them to be like God is to express the love of God. Mm -hmm. You know, just like it says in 1 John 4 and 7, is, he says, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. And anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God. And that's, that's so key to me because he's, John says that if we love, it's proof that we know God. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it's, it's almost a litmus. Love is a litmus test. Mm -hmm. Even Paul said, if I can speak with the tongues of angels and, and prophesy and offer my body to the flames, but I have not love, it profits me nothing. Mm -hmm. So that love is proof. Mm -hmm. Can you speak to the opposite of that? When, what happens when, when you see a person who claims to be of God, but they're hateful? Well, you know, a lot of people, I, I say this, um, we're going to say, this is a, a metaphor, we're going to say, say <laughs> I had an auntie. We'll <laughs> okay. say I had an auntie who, you know, she just, she just, you know, she full of, she nothing but the Bible, 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 24-7. So it's like, you know, she always telling everybody what to do. Don't do this. Uh, you got to get married before you have sex. And I'm not saying she's saying bad things. I'm not saying she's saying the wrong things. But it's like everything is she's checking you before you go out the door with, you know, uh, uh, you don't need to be hanging around them friends. Don't go over there. Get off the phone with them folks. Don't be around them people. It's like everything you do is just wrong. So it's like if I say, well, I want to be, you know, I want to be saved. I want to live a Christian life. I want to walk like Jesus walked. But then when I look at her and I see that's supposed to be my uh, example, oh, I'm straight on auntie now. I'm cool. See, you, don't, you ain't, you ain't going to want to be. You ain't going to want to come to church. You, you don't want to be here. You don't want to be around that, see, because that's that nagging and that attitude, and, and it's not no gentleness, it's not no kindness, it's not no uh, 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 forgiveness, no love forgives. You see what I'm saying? It's not no forgiveness, and so it's like you always holding something over my head. You you back smoking again? I ain't, what you, what, you know, you catch me doing, you know, and when you're doing that, you make a, a child or somebody who who's grown and don't mm. know God like that, don't want to be around that. Yeah. So if you take auntie and feel, put 50 aunties in the church and that's who's at the door and that's who's uh, 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 telling you where to sit down and that's who, you're going to automatically get an attitude with them. Yeah, it's almost like Monique, who, who Monique the comedian, who she goes by, she calls herself auntie. She had a she had a uh, she had an episode where she would got online and was talking about these women wearing bonnets, mm -hmm. you know, and how you know that's not a good represent, representation of women. And and what she was saying was true, just like you're saying we should pull our pants up and do this and that. But when you keep nagging people, mm -hmm. it can come across as judgmental, judgmental. and kind of condescending. And mm -hmm. so she got a lot of pushback from the young people, like you can't tell us what to do. Besides, you got on pajamas, but at the same time. <laughs> Monique had a good intention, but it's how we express our concern for people. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And so if you go, go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and talk about the ingredients of what love looks like. Mm -hmm. Love is kind. Love is patient. Mm -hmm. Love is long-suffering. Love mm -hmm. keeps no record of wrongdoing. Mm -hmm. So when we look at that and break those ingredients down, 
we have to ask ourselves, are we really loving people? As Christians, as followers of Christ, the way people know we're followers of Christ is by our love. Are we patient or do we have a short fuse with people? Mm -hmm. um, are we long-suffering with people or do we give up on folk easy? Mm -hmm. uh, do we keep records of wrong? When we get mad, we bring mm -hmm. up what a person does in the past. Mm -hmm. If you keep bringing it up, you really haven't forgiven. No. Right? No. And so love keeps no record of wrongdoing. Um, what are some ways, some practical ways that we ought to express love in our everyday interactions with people? Oh, well, one thing about love, love considers the other person. Uh, come on. So when you're considering the other person, it's like, well, um, like when the establishment says you must wear a mask. Come on, I, that's what I was going to talk about. Come on. <laughs> it's just, you know, and then you say, man, I'm quarantined. I ain't going to wear no mask. And they say they want you to wear a mask. Okay, and you walk in there with an attitude where it's like, hold on, whose place of business is this? Yeah. This is theirs. It's just like you go to somebody's house. This is his house. You got to take your shoes off at some, some people's house. I mean, you got to do that. In mine, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, and I'm just saying, like, you know, so when you walk in there, you need to put your mask on because, see, the first thing that's going to happen is it's going to be a confrontation. It's just like this right here. It's just like riding down the street and uh, you got a tail light out. And then when the police pull you over, you know, I mean, you, you, what you pull me over for? Da, 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 da. Well, you know, let the police talk first mm -hmm. before it turns to an argument mm -hmm. and somebody get killed. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because, mm -hmm. you know, just consider the next person. Yeah. You know, consider how it's looking. Consider what they would think. Consider their feelings. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me jump in on oh, that because that was the same thing that was brewing in my spirit. Man, I've just been, I've been feeling a certain kind of way, seeing how divided we are as a country over this mass mandate. Yeah. All the while, hospital beds are filling up. Yeah. There's a children's hospital, I think, in Memphis, where the ICU unit is full, and the only way a child can get in is if another child dies. Meanwhile, we've got parents yeah. pouting because their kids have to go to school with a mask on. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it baffles me. It's like we, we jump up and down over our individual freedom, but our freedom doesn't give us the right to put other people in danger. Love looks out for the other person. The person. Considers the other person, yep. You know? Mm -hmm. So we all want to get through this pandemic. I don't like wearing masks, but I no. wear it because I want to stay safe. I want to keep my neighbor safe. I got vaccinated because I want to keep my neighbor safe. But it's like you said, we do that out of love. Dr. Martin Luther King talked about the beloved community. And his whole concept of beloved community was when humanity was able to come together out of love to fight against the three prongs of evil, which he saw as uh, poverty, racism, and militarism. And Dr. King said, if we can operate in love, we can conquer some of those evils in the world. And But yet his love was not a warm and fuzzy love. He wasn't talking about eros, which is erotic love. Mm -hmm. with, that's the love you have for your, your, your significant other, your yeah. spouse, right? It's, it's a romantic type of love. Mm -hmm. He wasn't talking about philia, where we get the word Philadelphia from, brotherly love, when we have something in common with people. Mm -hmm. But he was talking about that agape love. Mm -hmm. Agape love is that redeeming, sacrificial love. I'm going to love you even when you're not right. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's, we we we. It's not that we we mm. endorse the deeds of evil people. We hate the deeds, but we love the people. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what <laughs> so as Christians, how do? Let's just keep it real. How do you like some? How do you love somebody you don't like? Well, um, the thing <laughs> is, I'm gonna tell you something. If you lift weights. On your arms, Come your on. arms will get bigger. Come on. So if you practice walking in love with people, then you'll get stronger in that. Yes. You know, when you, you know, you got to think when, when, when a person practicing evil, they get stronger in evil. Mm. So when you practice walking in love, you got to practice it. See, you got to actually practice it. And, you know, ask God to give you some grace, some strength to deal with these people. Because yeah. everybody is it, 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 not dealable. <laughs> everybody ain't dealable. But what you just said is so powerful because I read it in 1 John chapter 4, and he says, I want you to practice the love of God, and the more you practice the love of God, the more God's love grows inside of you. It grows. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to act your way into a feeling instead of feeling your way into an act. You know, and mm-hmm. to love people, to love people who are hard to love. And a lot of times when people are being difficult, uh, it's because something's going on in them. Hey, look, you just, I mean, cut you off. You just said something. Mm. You said you got to act because love ain't a feeling. It's an action. It's an action. Come on now. It's not you a noun. It. It's not a noun. It's a verb. No, it's an action. And it's <laughs> not, it, love is not physical. It's not, mm. you know, sexual and all that. That ain't, no. That's, I mean... That's an that what that is. That's lust. That's an attraction. That's a you know, but that's not a that's not love. Like love is, you know, I can't stand what you're doing, but I love you anyway. It's really just like a, a, love. Love is like a, a a loving mother, but you know God's love is even stronger than that. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna use a loving grandmother. That loves a child, that constantly mess up, but she having patience. You know, I'm I'm really talking about my own grandma. That's how my grandma was. She had patience. My grandma had a, a strong love walk. She was a Christian woman. She had a strong love walk. She, I'm talking. She used to feed people in the neighborhood. My my my. I had, I had cousins on drugs. She used to take them in, take the babies in, and I used to be and they they oh they do a wrong, but she still love them. Yeah. She still love them. I used to I used to be wanting to go over there and. And, and choke some of them out, <laughs> and, and, but you know, baby, no, baby, just she just just love them, like she just love them to the end, and and she gone to heaven now. But I, I I promise, man, like that's what it's about. It's about walking in love with people, and you gotta accept a person where they are, mm. because that's what God do. And if you're doing that, then you're being an imitator of your father mm. who is love. My see, love. God is love. Yeah. So when you're walking in love, you're walking like God. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So you got to, like, like you don't want to scare people off and scare people away because everybody has heard this, and but this is so, so true. I'll be walking down the street. I'm saved. Meet somebody that ain't. I may be the only God they'll ever see in their life. Come on. After that, they may be gone up out of here. Mm. So if I come off or if I, the way we act and approach people, that's why I say in the Bible, um, the fruits of uh, the born again spirit, the uh, 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 love first, joy, peace, kindness, gentleness. Mm-hmm. See, you got to have some gentleness and some kindness. Mm-hmm. 
and and uh, hospit hospitality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, be hospitable with people, but you know, I mean, and I'm and I'm and I'm gonna say this: I'm a straight uh, guilty of this myself as growing up and coming up and living and just you know until the Lord just really started dealing with me. Uh, I wasn't walking no love. I was, uh, you know, I see you, I don't know you. Like, don't talk to me. Like, who is right. you? You know, <laughs> you know, people that was from out of town didn't understand Memphis is Southern, but when my neighborhood, we didn't do no speaking to nobody. Mm. You speak to me, you own something. You know, so that, that, and that's how my mentality was. But, you know, when you born again, the love of God is shed abroad in your heart. That I done, I done softened up on that. God did that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. John, John says this. He says, if someone says, I love God, uh, that's First John 4 and 20. If someone says, I love God, but hates a fellow believer, that person is a liar. Mm. If we don't love people, we can see how can we love God whom we cannot mm. see? Jesus said another way. He says, how can you say you love God whom you never seen mm. and hate your brother you see every day? Mm -hmm. And a lot of us have to reconcile and really do honest inventory of ourselves to see if we're really loving people because mm -hmm. you can't hate somebody. As You know, I, I think it was John Perkins. He was a civil rights uh, activist and the father of the Christian Development Corporation. And he was pulled over by some police officers in the South on his way to Mississippi to do some voting rights. They took him to the j jail, tortured him, stuck forks up his nose, uh, and, and beat him to an inch of his life. And uh, John Perkins, who's like 80-something now, he, somebody says, doesn't that make you want to hate white people? He says, hate is too strong of a burden to bear. It is. He says, I, I, can't, I can't hate people. I can, I'm, I'm pray for them. He said, I, don't, I, hate, I hate what they did, but I refuse to allow myself to hate. And, you know, when we walk around with that hate inside of us, it, it destroys our fellowship with God, you know? Mm -hmm. But the more we can love people, that fellowship grows. And I want to ask you this. How, how, how did you first experience the love of God to the point where you're like, I got I to surrender to this. I, I can't fight against it anymore. What was that moment where you just were overwhelmed with the love of God? Well, um, I'm going to tell you, it, it, it was... Um, it was it was this. I was dealing with something. Cause I was like, the Lord, you no, know, I've been saved, you no, know, I just been running, you know, just like most everybody. And uh I I mainly was it was a situation I was dealing with in my life, and it's something I just couldn't I couldn't shake it. It was uh, you know, it wasn't no nothing no too wrong. We ain't gonna get into it or nothing, but <laughs> You know, but I'm just saying it was just something I couldn't, with yeah. my own strength, I couldn't deal with. Mm -hmm. And it was, it wasn't, but I'm going to tell you what it was, it was darkness. I seen what it was when I came out of it, I was in darkness. Mm. So it's like when I was in that darkness like that, I thought I was right, but I was completely wrong. Mm. And uh, it had to do with some covetousness too. And, 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 the, and, and the Lord just like opened my understanding and I seen it. And then he, he, and I asked him for some strength in the area because I said, Lord, I, I, I just broke down. I told him, I said, Lord, I've been fighting this. I've been fighting this. I said, look, if you don't do this for me, I said, this ain't going to happen for me. Mm. 
And then he came, he, he, he spoke back. He was like, you know, and I said, and I, and, I, and it just came up in me. I receive, and I said, I receive, I said, I receive the grace, the strength to want to do and obey the perfect will of God. And every time the thing came up, it was, it was just like, you know, a person to say when they praying for a healing, you know, you still feel the same way, but you still claim by a strategy here. I still claim by, I, I receive the grace, the strength to want to do and obey the perfect will of God. And one, and it, it didn't take long. I can't exactly say the time, but it broke. And when it broke, I seen, and then, and then I started. Uh, I was looking at this. Um, this pastor was preaching on um, uh, 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 being in darkness and all that. And I said, "Man, that's where I was at with it." Hmm. And but it just seemed like when it broke, it just seemed like I just looked at stuff totally different. Yeah. And the Lord had to show me. He showed me what I was, and I was like, "Man, okay." And then I was like, "You know what?" I'm I'm with this. Mm. I, I I do love God. You know, God mm. is really like I seen it just like you know, okay, this is my thing. I'm gonna say this. A person know, you know you know when it was God that did it. Yeah. So I know it was him that did it. Mm. So when he did it, it's like I was just free from that thing and it didn't bother me no more. And I, I ain't never went back to it, period. And it's, and as I uh and it's like we was talking about earlier about growing. Mm -hmm. I, I, as I started, like, just, you know, I, me and my, my partner, uh, you know, Mike Brown, we've been you know, out passing out the books and, you know, talking to people and, you know, claiming, you know, Jesus Christ is Lord. And it just, I, I mean, it's just a joy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just a, and it just, I, I knew then, I said, man, you know what? And then I'm going to tell you something else. I had some people that I grew up under that I hated. I'm mm. talking hated. Mm. Oh man, they bullied us when we was we was kids. Oh man, I used to want to really do some bad <laughs> folks. Put but them I, hands I, but on. I'm not. I'm not bad. No, <laughs> I, no, it was bad. That it was bad. Oh man, I wanted them bad, but I ain't on that no more. Like I'm just not on that. It's like it's like I just like I know if I run into them, I want to run into them. Like I used to be saying. Man, this is what I used to tell my cook. I can't run into, I can't see him. I can't, if I do, it's going down on the spot. I can't, <laughs> but see now it's not, I'm done with that. Yeah. But that was God took that away from me. And that was that anger and bitterness I had in the situation. I hear, you know how you holding them grudges and all mm. that. Yeah, you can't, you got to let that mess go. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's not, it's not hard all the time, but the love of God will break through it. You know, somebody once said holding grudges is like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. And that's that's so true. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. That's so true. It stops it stops you up. You can't it stops your spirit up from receiving what God really wants for you. Mm. You see, you get clogged up when you when you on that bitterness mm. and that hate and that and that 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 attitude and anger. And you know, I'm gonna say this and I hope people don't get mad. I'm gonna say dudes and girls, when you got that attitude, you talk about a relationship, it'll never happen. Mm. And it ain't the other person that you always claim it is, it's you. Mm. And I'm gonna tell you something, a person like that, they know it's them. Mm. And that's and what you know what you know what they be doing? They be holding on to that anger because somebody did them wrong and bad. Mm. That's selfishness. Mm. And you know God is talking to you, telling you let it go, but you don't want to let it go. Come on. Well, see, you can't. One thing about it is, we all 
I don't care who you is on this earth. At the end of the day, I don't care if you're the biggest gangster, the big, the prettiest woman, the the, the IG star. That's fine. Hey, 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 that's fine. I'm not telling you to do that. I ain't, ain't manning it. But that's what you choose. That's what you choose. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, everybody going to bow their knee and they going to say, Jesus Christ is Lord. At the end of the day, Come when on. it's all over with, when it's all over with, and one thing about it, uh, you ain't got 150 years up in here. Mm. No. In the next 100 years from now, a, a majority of us will be up out of here. You know what, man? I was I was filling out some kind of application online, and it was asking what age group was I in. Mm -hmm. 18 to 25. Yeah. <laughs> 30 to 45. 45 to, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And and after a while, it's I was like two lines from where it wasn't no more lines. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. it's almost like the comedian that, that said, Dion Cole, I think it's his name, he said, how many of y'all are 50? <laughs> and uh, everybody raised a hand. He said, y'all got 20 summers left. <laughs> you know, the man's days are, are short and full of trouble, but we have to take advantage of the time that God has given us. And we talked about this before we, we, we started this interview, and that is God doesn't want any of us to perish. No. He gives us time. That's why mm -hmm. he, he's delaying Christ's return is because he's trying to give us time to get back right. He doesn't want to see nobody go to hell. No. And I think a lot of people miss out on the love of God because they fear God in the sense of being condemned or judged, right? A lot of that. But of what that. does John say? He says, perfect love. Cast it out fear. Cast out fear. Mm -hmm. And when you're operating in fear, you really don't know God because to know God is to know that he loves me. That's real. He pursued real. me. He chased after me That's when I was up to no good in the hood. That's when I was real. doing all the stuff I was big and bad enough. He, he, he said, Stacy, he pursued me, chased me down until love overtook me. And I, and I remember, like yesterday, sitting in my uh, apartment, and uh, I was reading the, the Word of God in college, and I saw where Jesus was crucified. And, man, I just got caught up in a vision where I saw the blood of Jesus just fall over my body and I felt all of the heaviness and shame that I had just dissipate. Mm. And I began to cry and, and I heard God said, I, I loved you enough to let my son die for you. And that day it became real for me. It, real. it became real. And That's this is real love to know that God let Jesus die for your stuff while you didn't even love him. We hated God, by the way, we lived in rebellion. But he kept on trying to get after us. Mm -hmm. you, you know that to be true, right? Oh, that's, that, <laughs> look, that's so real, man. I, I was, um, <clears throat> I'm, I was one day, I was, um, I was at my house and um, I was praying and, and um, I was just in tears and the power of God came on me in that. And um, this was like last year and, um, and man, the Lord just spoke to me. He said, "Man, you in? You know, I got, I, I, I got you. I've been carrying you the whole time. Like, mm. and, and like, and like that's. And I'm gonna tell you something, man. That that's what it is. Like, what people don't understand is that you didn't dodge that bullet. You didn't slick them people like that, and you wonder why they didn't ever come come kill you for what you've done. You didn't uh 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 uh, uh miss 
uh, 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 that car missed you and hit the other person. See, it, it, it was God. Mm. See, it was all God. It was it yeah. was God looking out and carrying us all this time. And, you know, and, man, it's the love of God. Mm -hmm. See, God is the type of God. He's a God of love. It's just like when in, 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 in Corinthians when they say, um, uh, uh, it says love does this and, Love does that. Mm -hmm. Well, I heard a minister say this one time. He said, replace that with God. Because, mm. see, God is love. Yeah. So he said, you know, love does no, it does this, it doesn't do this. So when you are practicing love, you're practicing God, and you're getting stronger in your walk. You're becoming God. you walking God-like. Yes, sir. That's what you're doing. And you can't lose like that. You're not, then you're not bitter, so you're not clogged up. You're not, um... Uh, uh, you ain't done your neighbor wrong. You, you ain't gonna do that. You're not gonna talk behind nobody back because you, it, it, your nature's changed. Yeah. See, we so, we so, it's the way of the world that the devil controls this world. He he sways this whole world any way he wants to go. Mm -hmm. So, you know, everybody always goes the way the world goes. It's all about being cool right now, hip, and it's urban, you know, it's this and that. Okay, that's fine if that's what you choose, but you can choose to walk in love. You can choose mm -hmm. to accept Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. It's a choice. Like, you have a choice. Now, this is my thing. After you choose, you don't, let, let me say this, you don't have to be like auntie and grandmama now. Because mm -hmm. I used to think that. that. That made me don't want to be, because see, that, see, you don't have to do that. You just talk to God, deal with God, and God will mold you into what he, who he wants you to be. Right. Right. Yeah, right. and you know, you, you, everybody think you know you you can't you can't I, I, no no you 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 can be uh, Pastor Spencer or better, but you can't be Stacy Spencer. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you 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 know what I'm <laughs> right, saying? Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of people, they think like, oh man, well I gotta carry it a certain way. Well, you know, however you're gonna carry, it, God gonna show you how to carry. It. That's it. And you know the thing is with God, you know we be. We be running away too, cause we want it how we want it, and we and like cause a lot of folks be knowing, mm. you know, like we 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 act like we know. Oh no, I ain't this, and we running, but we be knowing. <laughs> we be really knowing. <laughs> Man, I tell you, love, love, this love conversation is so important, um, mm -hmm. because you know so many of us operate in an orphan spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, my my good friend. Evangelist Latrice Ryan from the Kingdom Sniper Institute here in Memphis, she talked about how many people battle with an orphan spirit, people who experience abandonment from their parents. Mm -hmm. Their daddy wasn't there or, mm -hmm. you know, they didn't have a loving, supportive parent and mm -hmm. it created an orphan spirit to where they didn't feel like they deserved love. Mm -hmm. And many of us who grew up in strict religious backgrounds feel like because I'm not perfect mm -hmm. that God doesn't love me that he's looking to punish me looking to whoop me mm -hmm. and I had to in my in my faith even after becoming a pastor I had to catch myself because I had seen God through that punitive lens of he's gonna whoop me because I'm not good enough and that's not God's nature God mm -hmm. he he loved me when I was still messed up right mm -hmm. and he loves me more and more every day I mean I love him more and more every day. He loves me, period, mm -hmm. unconditionally. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. nothing we can do to separate us from the love of God. No, love don't change. 
Love don't change. His no, love no, won't no, change. No, and man, change. that's powerful right there. I'm gonna, I think we're going we're gonna <laughs> to stop right there, but God <laughs> Almighty, his love don't change. Mm-mm, no. Woo. no I think um, Music Soul Child had a song about that. Okay. As long as your love don't change. I'll love you till your hair turns gray. Okay. I'll love you if you gain a little weight. Okay. He says, as long as your love don't change. And so we just thank God uh, for this conversation. Patrick, thank you again, man, for oh, man, blessing, stopping man. through and chopping it up it's with blessing, me. Man, this is this is the, you know, love is the, the number one thing that a, a Christian should be striving for. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of times, I mean, you know, you know, always, always stay led by God, always. But like, you tell a person, you know, they first get saved, but the next thing they need to learn about is some love. Mm. They need to be reading that first John, that whole chapter, first Corinthians. But I'm just saying, you know, stay, you know, pray, pray first. You know, mm-hmm. ask God where He want to take you. But yeah, but you need to be on some love. That's what's up, for real. Well, I appreciate y'all listening, and I think next week we might try to. We're gonna go a little bit deeper into this, and we're gonna talk about how love listens. If you really love somebody, you're gonna listen to them. You you really can't understand the person unless you've walked in that person's shoes. And so I think we're going to bring up uh, Michael Brown next week with Patrick, and we're just going to, we're going to chop it up about how love listens. So y'all stay tuned next week. Thank you for tuning in. Share this podcast with somebody if it's been a blessing to you. Come on now, share it with somebody. Like it, write a review of it so that other people can catch on to what God is doing here in Memphis, Tennessee Uh, through the person of Project Pat. And uh, we thank you for listening to the Inside Out podcast. And I pray that God will continue to allow you to walk in his love. Be blessed. It's been absolutely awesome spending time with you today on the Inside Out podcast. And again, please share this podcast with your friends and family. You can share it on YouTube. You can go to my uh, my LinkedIn tree on Facebook. Instagram in my bio and please share this write a review tell somebody how you've been blessed as a result of listening to the inside out podcast I'm praying for you always and I believe God's best is yet to come I'll see you next time